Let's go together before the Lord in prayer today. Father, in the name of your Son, Christ Jesus, Lord. I come before you, God, asking you for your humble guidance. Lord, I pray that what you share, God, came from you. It did not come from anything that I created or made up. I'm not trying to be wise or smart in my own mind, God. I have a desire to share what you teach me with others, God. That we all may end up in you, Christ Jesus. And we all may all end up at the throne of God, praising and worshiping God together. That, that is my only goal. I, I ask that you bless and guide and teach and love and show mercy and grace to us all. Guide us, God, so we get understanding of how to live our life right before you. In your Son, Christ Jesus, and by your Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's talk about the Spirit of God as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. See, there's nothing like knowing the spirit of a person. We can pay uh, attention to what someone says, but what someone says does not always tell the truth about. We can look at how a person acted, their actions, but not all their actions tell the true story. When we, we come to know the spirit of a person, that, that is when we know the person's heart and their intentions. It is by one spirit that we come to know what the person is all about. This is true with mankind, and this is true with God. It is the reason from the beginning God has been willing to pour out his spirit on mankind. God wants us to know him, to know of his spirit and the great love he has for all of us. So we all have this presence of God inside of us and we do good and we act right before God. Jesus. So when God created the heavens and the earth, his spirit hovered over the waters, the earth was Formless and empty. Blackness was all over the surface of the deep. Everything God does, his, his spirit is at the center of the work that is being carried out. And though God desires to share his spirit, we, we cannot act any kind of way and receive it. When human beings increased on the earth, the sons of God said they saw the daughters of humans and said they was beautiful and they married some of them. God was angry and said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever. They're immortal. Their days will be 120 years. When the sons of God had children, they called them heroes or men of renowned stature. When God found a person who was faithful, he would fill that person with his spirit. They would have wisdom and understanding and knowledge and all kinds of skills. When the Spirit of God is, pours out gifts upon a person, they, they receive skills to do all kinds of artistic designs and works of gold and silver and bronze. They have all kinds of abilities as the Spirit pours into them so they can do the will of God and carry out the purpose of God. When God pours out His Spirit on someone, they will have power and ability to prophesy. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson, he, he became strong and powerful, able to tear a lion apart with his bare hands. 
See, with the strength that God gives a person, they're able to stand and do the will of God. See, when the Spirit of God came on Saul, he, he stripped off his garments and prophesied in Samuel's presence. He, he lay naked all day and night. People who would know the Spirit of the Lord is with us because the Lord will be guiding us. The person who has the Spirit of God is compelled to carry out the purpose of God. No matter how crazy it may seem to us. See, because God's love is so great, he does not turn away. He, even when he allows the, us to experience trouble, he, he's still there waiting for us to turn back. See, God wants us to know him. To know that he is the Lord our God. He wants to gather us and, and pour out his spirit upon us. See, we must be able to receive the spirit and have it live inside of us. It's got to be real into us now. Go with me Ezekiel chapter 39, verses 28 to 29. God knows that if we can receive his spirit and it's able to reside inside of us, you and I will be a better person. Ezekiel chapter 39, verses 28 to 30, 29 says, When they will know that I am the Lord their God, for Though I sent them into exile among the nations, I would gather them to my own land and not leaving anyone behind. I would no longer hide my face from them, for I will pour out my spirit on the people of Israel, declares the servant Lord. See, God wants to pour out his spirit on all the people of the earth. So our sons and daughters can prophesy, old men have dreams, young men see visions. On both men and women, the Lord wants to pour out his spirit. See, we desire riches and possessions and fame from God. But what we should really desire and want and pray for is for God to pour out his spirit on us. By the spirit of God, we receive visions and dreams. The Lord will show us things that he had planned. Angels will show us things yet to be revealed. Things we have never seen. It does not happen by our knowledge and strength, but by the might of God. Not by our power, not by our might, but by the power of God, by his spirit, says the Lord. We know that connections are one of the most powerful things we can have in life. See, I know a person said, you can take all my money, but... Leave me with all my connections and my network and I can rebuild everything. See, more than powerful is to, to have this connection with God, to, to tap into his power and strength and knowledge and will. Because of mankind's ways, God cannot allow his spirit to remain on us. We prove we are not worthy of receiving the spirit of God. So the Father sent his Son into the world, so by him we, can, we are accepted and can receive the Spirit again, God once again. The Spirit of the Father rested upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He would not judge by what he sees with his eyes, but with righteousness. He would judge the needy with justice. The Father sent Christ Jesus, his chosen one of whom delighted in into the world. God put his spirit on, on Christ so he shows justice to all nations. 
He would not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. In, the, in faithfulness, he would bring forth justice. He would not falter or, or be discouraged until he established justice on the earth and teach the people of the world what it means to have hope in God. See, Christ, our demon, is calling for us to repent of our sins. If we could receive it, says the Lord, he said, I, my spirit who, who is in you will not depart from you. My words are put in your mouth will always be on your lips or on the lips of your children and their descendants from this time on, says the Lord. If we can receive this. See, when God is pleased with us, he will pour out his spirit into us. When Jesus was baptized, the spirit of God descended on him like a dove, alighting him. See, the father said, this is my son and who I am well pleased. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. More than anything else in life, you and I should want the Spirit of God within us to enlighten us about the things of God. Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 to 17 says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and enlightened on him. A voice from the heaven says, This is my Son who I'm loving. With him I am well pleased. See, when Christ was about to go back to the Father, he told his disciples that Advocate is coming. Christ is going to send the Spirit of God to comfort his people. The Spirit of truth goes out from the Father and testifies of Christ. The Spirit of God being in us will make us testify of God the Father in Christ Jesus. It will be with us. It will be inside of us. We can't change it. See, if we want to experience the Spirit of God in our lives, we must repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins. Then we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The, this promise God has made for, 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 for all of us, the, those who are near and those who are far away, those who God has called, this promise is there for us. We must be baptized, repenting, and live our lives in Christ so the Spirit of God not only comes upon us, but remains on us. Through our I, though our bodies are subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. If God's Spirit who raised Christ Jesus from the dead is, a, is living in us, then the Father who raised Christ Jesus from the dead would also give life to our mortal bodies because His Spirit is alive in us. We have received it. It remains on us. Jesus. doesn't matter what others are doing. What is important is what we have is, is, is the Spirit of God is living on us inside of us so Christ is preached from us so we can rejoice knowing that we have chosen to live in Christ by the Spirit of God. We know that God's provisions of His Spirit through Christ Jesus will, will turn out for our deliverance. Beyond any question, we know that the Father sent Christ into the world to save. We know the mystery from which goodness and godliness come is great. So we, as we live in Christ Jesus, we, we, he appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed in the world, and taken into glory. 
We believe in the life of Christ Jesus because the Spirit of God is within us. It testifies of the Father in the Son. And through the Spirit of God, we have a, a spiritual connection with God the Father in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we must conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. We must remain standing in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being afraid of others or, or, or worried about what will happen to us. See, the Spirit of God living in us is a sign that we, we will be saved. That they will be destroyed, but God is going to save us. We're giving our life over to Christ. The spiritual connection we have by the Spirit of God and our life in Christ Jesus should give us encouragement. Being united in Christ it should give us comfort from His love as, as we share and having things in common in His Spirit. From his tenderness and compassion, we should have joy because we're being like-minded, having the same love, being in the one spirit and mind. See, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but everything humility as we value others more than we value ourselves. And now we have a spiritual connection with God through Christ Jesus by the Spirit. We should rejoice in the Lord. Those teaching and preaching to us should have no problem reminding us of God's word again and again for our sake, God. To remind us to watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those manipulators of the flesh. We're, see, we serve a God by his spirit, boasting Christ Jesus, and we put no confidence in the flesh. See, once we have a spiritual connection with the Lord through Christ Jesus. We, we can't do things that, that cause us to lose our connection from which everything is held together. We cannot return to following elementary forces of this world or acting like we still belong to the world. Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, says the Lord. Go with me to Colossians chapter 2, verses 19 to 21. It's the work of the Spirit that separates us from living like the world and teaches us to live like Christ Jesus. Help us. Colossians chapter 2, verses 19 to 21 says, They have lost their connection with the head from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and so on, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elementary spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rule? Do not handle. Do not taste. And do not touch. See, we must allow the work of the Spirit to continue us, making us into what God wants us to be. We cannot quench the, quench the Spirit. We, we must treat prophecy with contempt, and we must test everything. We must hold on to what is good, rejecting that which is evil and simple. So God himself, the God of peace, will sanctify us through and through, keeping our whole spirit, soul, and body blameless until the coming of Christ Jesus. See, the Spirit of God, which we receive through Christ, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. We're not ashamed of the testimony of Christ Jesus. We join in the suffering of Christ of the suffering of Christ by the power of God. The Lord saved us. He called us into a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of His own purpose and His grace. Christ destroyed death so we can have eternal life in grace under, 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 his, under his kingdom, under what God has given us in Christ Jesus. 
We live by the Spirit of God now, knowing that we're going to have to give account of him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. Though we are judged according to human standards, we live according to, to the Spirit. We must stay alert and sober so we can pray and love one another and do the will of God. We cannot let the desires of human, uh, the human heart condemn us. We, we must live confident before God uh, so we can receive all that we ask because we keep the commandments of God and do what pleases Him. We love one another as taught by the Lord. His commandments live inside of us. The one who keeps God's commandments live in Him and He in them. See, we know that He lives in us because His Spirit lives in us. We live confident of our life in Christ Jesus. Make no mistake about it. We're not trying to believe every spirit, but only the spirit that comes from God. There are false prophets in the world. We know it's the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God acknowledges Christ Jesus came from God. We know that we have the Spirit of God because our whole body, we wholeheartedly give over to our life in Christ Jesus. We don't try to hide anything. Ain't nothing hidden in front of God. We give our whole life. It's, it's open before God. That's how we know the Spirit is inside of us because it changes us. It transforms us and we know that we are alive in Christ Jesus. And Christ is alive in us and Christ is alive in the Father and the Father is alive in Christ Jesus. It takes the Spirit of God living on the inside of us for us to get through this world we live in today. From the beginning, the Father has been pouring out His Spirit upon the people of God. The, 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 the Spirit of God descended on Christ like a dove. You, you and I got to see this, that, that it, it came about that, that Christ was there and the Spirit of God came down upon Christ. And it is the Spirit of God that enlightened Christ. And Christ was able to do all the things of God. He empowered Christ with all power and authority. It was the Spirit of God who raised Christ from the dead. And when Christ went to be with the Father, God sent his advocate, his Holy Spirit, that testifies of the Father and the Son. See, we know we have received God's Spirit because it's living on the inside of us. It testifies of God the Father. We have the Spirit of God in us. It's changing us. It's making us into the sons and daughters of God. We receive it inside of us because we love God's Word. We follow Christ Jesus. We love one another. It's the Spirit of God that makes all of this come out of us. It's the Spirit of God that transforms us and working from the inside out that makes us like Christ Jesus, we're not like we used to be. Now we got the Spirit of God living on the inside of us. We don't grieve the Holy Spirit. We don't quench the fire of the Spirit. It, it, it remains on us. It's steadfast in us. It's working through us. Can others see it? Help me, Lord Jesus. Can others see the Spirit inside of us? No, not by our words, but by the good life we live, by, by, by the love that we show others, by the caring. It's the Spirit of God inside of us. Is God kindness coming out of us? Do we have the peace of God inside of us? Are we humble? Do we live a clean life? Are we full of compassion? Is there joy inside of us? This is the sign that the Spirit is living inside of us because we have the Spirit of God living inside of us. It is real. 
We must live to fulfill the things of God through us in Christ Jesus by his spirit. So it is renowned. We found word that remains in us. It's steadfast. We never let it go. It is a beautiful thing, the spirit of God living on the inside of us. We got to keep it. We must live by the spirit and not by the flesh. It's got to be in us. It's got to be real. God wants us to live. He wants his spirit took down inside of us. Who living inside of us, changing us, making us like Christ Jesus each and every day. It is by the spirit of God you and I live. Help us, Jesus. Lord, pour out your spirit upon us. Lord, that we can live to testify of your goodness in our life. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. No one has ever seen God but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. By the spirit, we know we live in him and he in us. The spirit will, will be constantly at work in us and changing everything about it. The spirit of God will transform and change our lives. We will experience vision and dream, come to know the things of God that only the spirit can reveal. Like the apostle John who was in the spirit and saw the heaven open up. One who appeared with like Jasper and Rubens and sitting on the throne, surrounding the throne, throne with 24 elders and dressed in white with crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashing of lightning and rumbles of thunder. Seven lamps was before the throne. The seven spirits of God were there. What it is, to, how awesome it is to, to receive such a vision. See, God is pouring out his spirit today. Who can receive it? Who can handle God's truth? Are we worthy of the spirit of God living on the inside of us? Can we handle all the spiritual chains of being transformed by the spirit? Let us honor and give glory to God by his spirit living and abiding inside of us, knowing that Christ Jesus has made a way for us. Glory to God. God the Father wants each one of us to know him, to have his spirit living on the inside of us. Praise the Lord Christ, being obedient to God, made a way for us to who will find to come close to God, to receive from God. Thank you, Jesus. We give our lives to Christ. It's not only important that we come to believe, repent, and seek forgiveness. We must be willing to let the spirit of God through Christ have his way with us. See, the spirit will go against our spirit. But if we can endure, not grieve the Holy Spirit, not put out the fire of the spirit, God's spirit will do some amazing things, not only within us, but through our life in Christ. The spirit of God will teach us how to love one another, how to be one in Christ Jesus, how to live as the part of the family of God. See, through Christ and by the spirit of God, what we do in this life will be pleasing to God. It will give him honor and glory. We will be raised with Christ. He will give us honor and glory because we lived our life by the Spirit. We follow the word of God. We will allow the Spirit to have his way with us in the Spirit of God transform our life to be like his life. And we was able to become worthy of receiving and living our lives before God. Father, we thank you today. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God. For your willingness, God, for your spirit to be upon us. For we come to know you, Father. So we come to know you, Christ Jesus. Lord, don't take your spirit away. We need to know you. We need to draw closer to you. And it's by your spirit, by your word, and your son, Father God, that we come to know your will and way. God, our hearts and mind and day. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. May God bless you and guide you. And live by the Spirit all your days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.